0: Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey podcast. I'm Kelly Dean, physical therapist and founder of The Tummy Team. This podcast shares the personal journeys of tummy team clients as they restore their core and pursue being strong to be pain free and connected for the life they were meant to live. Welcome, everybody. This is Kelly Dean from the Tummy Team. Welcome to this week's podcast on the Tummy Team journey. Um, we're going to be talking today about learning to listen to your body, not just listen, but learning how to listen and respond appropriately to what your body is saying. And this is a huge part of what we do here at The Tummy Team. So we do different podcasts um, every week. A lot of our podcasts are sharing um, journeys of you and our clients. And then every so often, I will do a podcast where I do a little bit more education or explanation about our process or how rehab works, because we're trying to clarify a lot of things out there and we're trying to help empower and educate you guys so that you are the best owners of your own body. And so this week's topic is really, it's really the heart of what we do here at the Tummy Team. And it's because There's there's a lot of different strategies that many of us use um, to live our life, and we don't even realize that there may be a better strategy until it's presented to us. So as we've said many times, disconnect is probably the most prevalent issue we deal with in our functional core and our functional pelvic floor rehab approach. And recognize that I am a physical therapist And my specialty is functional core weakness. And we've kind of defined that term ourselves. We made up that term functional core weakness and functional core strength. And functional core weakness is what we have defined as the inability of the muscles of the core to effectively function and support the body for the everyday physical demands of life without pain or dysfunction. So the assumption would be that weakness is the issue, right? Functional core weakness equals weakness. And you would think that the biggest thing that we deal with as physical therapists is a weak core, right? We deal with weak pelvic floor, weak core muscles, which that's not incorrect. But I want to challenge us to think about why is it weak? What actually causes weakness? Our body is a use it or lose it system. I say this a lot, right? Our body functions on kind of a demand, a supply and demand situation, right? So in the terms of muscles, the muscles that we use the most become the strongest muscles. And muscles that we maybe neglect or use less, they start to atrophy. They can shrink, um, get thinner and weaker, So physical disconnect is a state of of like detachment or feeling distant from your own physical body. It's this decreased ability to feel things properly, um, maybe even a numbness or an inability to feel touch. Um, Sometimes it's a feeling like we feel like our body is kind of foreign to us. Um, it can look a lot of different ways, but ironically, most of my clients are completely unaware that disconnect is the issue, um, and would not even understand what I meant when I say it's physical disconnect. Um, usually what you guys will be saying is something like, um, something just feels off or doesn't feel right. I don't really feel like myself. Um, you might you might be thinking, well, my body just started to fail me. It was doing fine. And all of a sudden, I'm falling apart. There's pieces that are just falling apart. Um, another thing that people will say that tells me that they have a physical disconnect is I have a really high pain tolerance, right? I, I bet you many of you guys have said that. I have said that so many times in my life. A really high pain tolerance is telling us that you don't feel pain until it's extreme. So you don't feel discomfort. You, you're you disconnected enough from your body that you don't feel it until it's in a severe uh, situation where you might be getting a pretty bad injury. Um, that's a form of disconnect. There's other forms of disconnect that are a little bit more um, emotional, maybe, or mental. Like, um, I hate this part of my body. I hate my my stomach, I hate my hips, or these are my trouble spots. I always have to work work on my thighs, my thighs are my trouble area um or even just I hate my whole body um or I feel broken. um I can't trust my body um and sometimes people will say this doesn't even feel like me like i this isn't me, this body I can't even recognize what this body is. So, so these are all different ways that you might be expressing or or recognizing that something feels weird, and you're not sure how to identify it. And it's a form of physical disconnect. It's a form of this detachment from our body. And sometimes this happens because there was there was a trauma, like uh, you had a really um, difficult birth, or um a really different difficult birth recovery sometimes it happens um as you get older and your body doesn't respond the way it used to because you're doing things differently and when you ask it to do the stuff you did when you were younger it won't do those things um it can it you can it could become coming from weight gain it could become Coming after like an injury, sometimes it sneaks up on us, and we don't really know what's caused it. I think that we see a lot of this just in our fitness culture of and in in our mentality of just powering through life and and moving from one thing to the next, and kind of our high intense media culture where we are kind of detached from ourselves and just see images and don't actually see people, including ourselves. We only see the image of ourselves, but not necessarily the essence of ourselves. So what does this look like? Like, kind of like, how do we function in this way? There's two main ways that I see clients are functioning in this disconnect. One, um, they seem to be extreme, right? They're kind of one extreme, the other um one we either start um to beat our body into submission <laughs> right we we start we we're on a mission to to power through pain and maybe start an extreme diet restrict ourselves discipline ourselves with aggressive high intensity workout regimens you know basically looking at our body as the enemy that we need to tame and get control over and um you know, we're fighting against our gut or we're fighting against our hips or our weight. And it's this, this really aggressive, like, let's just work harder, you know? And, um, a lot of us athletes that were trained as athletes, that mentality maybe worked when we were, you know, in high school or in college, you know, that kind of, you know, just, just bear down and and work harder worked at some level. Um, and so we will, we'll fall back into that. And again, our fitness culture and our diet culture kind of and our body image culture really promotes this, you know, um, this extreme, uh, kind of beating up our bodies, um, so that they will function better. The other extreme reaction to like physical disconnect is, um, we give up, we kind of collapse into slumped inactive postures. We start to like avoid anything that might make us hurt or feel, um, we live in an identity of brokenness where we kind of are just always thinking about how our body has failed us or how it's failing us or how it might fail us in the future. And as a result, we kind of lose ourselves. Um, it can be kind of depressing and, immobilizing. And it kind of feels like a trap because I want to feel better. I want to do more, but I can't trust my body to do anything. So I might as well not do anything. These two options are not how we were intended to live. Clearly, this is not the design for our body to thrive in. Um, Disconnect is that inability to kind of feel your body and coordinate movement patterns to be effective. So the tummy team really takes you on a journey to reconnect To reconnect to your body, Um, we want you to be like an informed owner of this physical part of yourself, and and it's hard it's hard for people to understand that that's part of it because you come into our course or our programs thinking, you know, I have a diastasis, I have a separated abdominal wall, or I have. a bulging tummy, or I have back pain, or I have pelvic instability, or I have some pelvic floor problems, or I want to prepare myself better for the physical side of birth. You kind of come in with these purposes. Um, but really ultimately at the core, (laughs) no pun intended there at the core of it all, um, is this, this, inability to really connect to the right muscles to do the right jobs for the right reasons. And so it's kind of like we're, we're trying really hard, but we're throwing all the darts at the, at the wall and none of them are hitting the bullseye and it's exhausting and it's frustrating, but we don't know what else to do. So we just keep doing the same things over and over again. And, um, we're kind of drowning out whatever our body is saying, positive or negative, because we're just doing the next thing that we're should do or, everybody else that had this problem did, or that person's in good shape, or they don't have back pain, so they must have done this. A lot of comparison um, and, and just trying to do things. But we want you to be an informed owner of your body, right? And information helps with that. So all of our courses and all of our process really starts with education. We teach you a lot about yourself. We teach you about your anatomy. We teach you about how muscles and nerves and blood flow work and how that, that functions in your body. We talk about um, alignment and how that helps your muscles to work. And we talk about how healing really happens. So we want you to understand what are all these p- moving pieces and what do they do? And if you have to kind of know what you're looking at, um, first and, and have a different view than what you might think of, okay, I do this exercise for that muscle. It's less about what exercise do you do for that muscle and more about what does that muscle do? Where is it in the body? How does it move the body? How does it support the body? How does it stabilize the body? And what is it, how is it being successful on you? And how is it failing? To be successful on you and why why is it not successful why why is that muscle not doing what it's supposed to do outside of what exercise do we need to do just understanding the the holistic way that our the anatomy works and how our bodies were designed to work so we start with that a lot of education and then we work on feeling those muscles um, and because we we focus on the core first We start with your hands, feeling those muscles with your hands. And there's a huge aversion to, for a lot of people, men and women, they don't want to touch their stomach. They don't want to touch this part that they have learned to hate and they don't like. And and it's hard for them to even touch their stomach without grabbing their belly fat or without making a face or without cringing or without feeling negative hatred thoughts to a part of your body, right? So so it's really important to start to strip away all of that negative self-talk and just feel where those muscles are because regardless of what size and shape you are, how much belly fat you have, any of that stuff, you do have muscles in your core and you need to feel where they are with your hands first and then we start teaching you how to move your core muscles to activate the right muscles and to get them to start to really hold you together, right? They were really neglected, so it, they're going to start out feeling pretty weak and disconnected. So, once once we educate you on what's going on with your muscles, where they are, we start helping you feel those core muscles. Then we actually start to address all the muscles that have been compensating for those neglected and disconnected muscles. So if you have been functioning in your life with an inactive core muscle, your body has all kinds of survival um, mechanisms in place to not let you fall apart. So if your core muscles have not been working, then Likely, the muscles around your pelvis, your glutes, your hamstrings, your hip flexors, and the muscles around your rib cage, your pecs, your lats, your upper back muscles, chest muscles, arm muscles—all the muscles around your rib cage—both of those two groups of muscles are probably working on on overdrive. There, you have muscles that have basically are are doing a lot of overtime without a lot of overtime pay. So. Remember what we talked about, about how your muscle, your use it or lose it system. If you're If you've been consistently using your shoulders to hold up your body, your, your traps, your, you know, um, where everybody says they hold tension, like right along their neck, their upper back, you've been using that to hold your body up instead of your core. Those muscles are going to recruit first. You have those are, those muscles are probably tight, tired, and you have, you know how to activate those muscles because you've been doing it every day, all day. So we need to start to balance out what muscles are, are overworking on jobs that they actually weren't intended to do. Quiet those muscles down and remind your body how to recruit those neglected muscles so we get a balance. Um, and and as a result, we can start to relieve some pain because a lot of times pain is coming from compensation patterns, muscles that are doing jobs too long, too hard that they were intended to do. And they are begging, begging for help. And that begging is pain. Okay. Pain is always your body's way of communicating to yourself. And often we just don't know what it's saying. So we ignore it, right? Or we wait until it's screaming and we can't ignore it. Right. But what if we started to address those things earlier on and started to really see oh, that pain means this thing is happening and I have these tools to fix it. Um, All along the way throughout our process, we are retraining you to use these new core postural muscles every day throughout the day so that um, they increase in the connection, right? They use it or lose it. And um, there's increased nerves and sensation. There's increased blood flow, which brings in nutrients and flushes out toxins. And there's increased muscle recruitment. So you go from a flimsy, thin, atrophied muscle around your waist that may resemble a deflated balloon to a meaty, strong corset around your waist that holds you up and holds you in and stabilizes you. And that is possible, and that's the journey that we take you on. But it's impossible to get those muscles to move if you don't know where they are and you don't want to feel them, you cannot heal something you cannot feel, but we have so much aversion about feeling something that maybe we don't like that we don't ever give ourselves a chance. And, and that's, that's the process that we take you on. And there's some, some kind of key underlying principles that each client needs to grasp to truly be successful. And I personally was on a journey to grasp these things myself. And I still am. I I feel like this, this has been the most empowering part of the journey. Okay. The first, the first key underlying principle is that your body is not your enemy. Okay. This body is the only body you're going to have your whole life. All right, It's like you, you get one car to drive your whole life. Let's learn how to take care of it. Or you're going to be broken down at the side of the road, you know, halfway through your life and thinking and you can't really blame the car for that. If we don't take care of the car, we can't blame the car for for breaking down on us. So let's start thinking about our body as our partner our companion who has the same goals as we have Uh, many times your body is working for you. It's often fighting for you. It's looking for all kinds of strategies to help you be successful. Um, And that's why we, we have compensation patterns because our body says, Oh, that muscle's weak, but she still wants to carry her daughter. So I'm going to use this muscle instead. Oh, that muscle's weak, but she still wants to run. Okay, I'm going to use these muscles instead and see if we can make that happen. So, if you think in terms that your body is working for you and fighting for you and trying hard to make things happen, um, and sometimes it's what we're asking of it is is just too much, which leads us into the next stage. Um, that the next the next fundamental underlying principle is that your body deserves respect and love. No matter what shape you are, no matter what you have believed about yourself and what you, what the culture tells us is beautiful or not beautiful or is good or is bad. Your body is a partner for you. It's the shell that holds your, your soul and your mind and your heart and the, your life energy, okay, this is the shell. this shell needs needs and deserves love and respect. and so if you think in terms of how would I nurture and support my body, nurture and support my body, not beat it up, not 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 drive on empty all the time, and then get mad when it stalls, not um you know, ignore all the service engine lights. You know, not um, you know, crash into things and then wonder why it just doesn't bump out and and not have that dent there, right? So we need to learn how to nurture and support our body. We need to honor our body's boundaries and everybody's boundaries are different. You know, when your body's saying that's too much for today, as soon as you can honor that, the better it's gonna be for for tomorrow or later that day. But the more you ignore your boundaries and every, every part of our lives have boundaries, whether we like them or not, there are boundaries in the world and it's what keeps us safe. So if we ignore the boundaries, then there's always a consequence for it. And some of those consequences are small. Some of them become cumulative and some of them are immediate. Okay. Um, we also need to feed and fuel our body properly. So back to the nurturing, like thinking about what we're, what we're giving our body nutritionally, rest wise, rest is a form of nutrition. Sleep is a form of nutrition. Um, water, like how are we fueling? And even our, our thoughts and our, our self-talk is a way that we feed and fuel ourselves. And what if we just kind of gave our body a little bit more kindness? Um, recognizing that we're on the same team here and we're together till the end, whether we like it or not. Right. And this can be a great partnership or it can be a battle to the last day of our life. And I would rather it be a great partnership. And I think that that's possible, but I think it's such a a switch in our brain from what we have thought about what we need to do to ourselves. So the last underlying kind of principle that I want everybody to really grasp to be successful is we all need to hone our physical attunement skills. Okay, so most of you maybe have no idea what I mean when I say physical attunement. I'm going to start with just the definition of attunement. Attunement is a, a term from counseling, and it's re- it's related to um, infants and kids at a young age, how we learn to um, trust the world around us. And we learn that attunement is basically the feedback that the primary caregiver gives to the infant. So in most cases, that's the mother, not always, but in most cases, that's the mother. So it's at what level does the mom respond effectively and appropriately to the infant? And so this means, like, let's say the baby fusses and the mom comes and sees if the baby's okay, right? So a lack of attunement is if that primary caregiver is is not able to attune, not able to really connect to the baby, and maybe they overshoot or they undershoot. If they overshoot, it's like any noise the baby makes, they swoop them up and they they overreact and they're almost smothering, right? Like the baby can't have any anything that happens. They're kind of right on it and then the other side of it the other extreme is that the baby's needs are ignored or neglected so the baby learns to not not have needs to not fuss because nothing's going to happen so so there's there's this some there's this inner thing that that the child learns about life um if they're if Something, the the person, their lifeline is attuned to them, is responding to them. So physical attunement is kind of thinking about two parts of your own self, kind of your emotional, mental, you know, spiritual part of yourself and the physical aspect of yourself. And it's really the ability for that emotional, mental, spiritual side of yourself to first be able to hear clearly what your body is saying, and then appropriately and effectively respond to that request. So this is like learning the language, listening, um, listening to what your body is saying and responding appropriately. And so, in the same way that um, you know, we can, you know, we can neglect ourselves or overreact. You know, this physical attunement is really kind of what we focus on in our tummy team approach and in our functional rehab process. This is ultimately what we want everybody to learn. We want to learn what is our body saying when it's hurting, when it's tired, when this is happening or that's happening and how quickly and appropriately do I need to respond So we need to learn the language and that comes with the anatomy and um, understanding how muscles work and what alignment works best for our body, what muscles are supposed to do and what other muscles are not supposed to do, what pain means, um, what compensation looks like and why, and then how to help our body, basically our partner, to function well. Not by overreacting. Sometimes we will overreact, like, especially if we have an injury from the past, we will sometimes, um, expect our body to fail us. And so we freak out or, or because we got hurt doing something, we overreact and we, we don't do anything like that again. We don't ever, we kind of just have a, a an overact, over over all in company lie like, Oh, we can never do that again. Um, when that's not necessarily true, maybe you couldn't do it then or the way you were doing it. So, so we can overreact or we can underreact. And underreaction, I think, happens a lot. So overreaction kind of looks like muscle guarding, muscle tensing up. Um, clenching when you don't need to clench, bracing when you don't need to brace because you don't know how to do anything else. And underacting is powering through, ignoring pain, pushing things past what they're supposed to, forcing your body to live in constant compensation and um, not respecting any of your boundaries. Okay. So there's this emotional connection um, to muscles, right? This is not just like, oh, this muscle's doing something by itself. And anytime you start doing um core work, you realize how many emotions are actually tied to that core work. You know the term muscle memory that we talk about, muscles, muscle memory. What if you flipped around and think about it more like muscles have a memory? Um and the memories sometimes we have we feel in our muscles. And so if we are disconnected, like we've withdrawn from a negative feeling or we're scared, or we don't trust part of our body and we withdrawn, then we can kind of misunderstand what our body is, how our body is responding. And we kind of mislabel things. Um, And, and then we start to really believe lies about what's happening, you know, and we really believe that our body is failing us and that we can't, like, I can't trust my back and I'll never be able to play hockey again. Or we'll make these kind of global s- statements, but it's it's really because we don't understand what our body is saying. So learning, the process is really learning to listen, not just listen, because how many times have you heard that? Listen to your body. We could listen all day long, but if, if your body's speaking a language, you don't understand, you, you you don't know what to do with that. So it's beyond listening. It's listening and, and understanding, like interpreting what your body is saying and then responding to it appropriately. And this is the process. This is the journey of the tummy team really. And it's hard to put that into like a little snippet right it's hard to explain what that is but a lot of us are missing that feeling of connection and groundedness and ooh this is me that feeling and and when you when you start rehabilitating your core often it's like oh there i am again because it is it is the essence of who you are it's that deep stable Grounded, pulled together, part of you. And sometimes we've been disconnected from our body for so many years, we barely remember it. And when we get it back, we have an emotional response. Um, We cry a little bit. We cry because it's like it's like seeing a long lost friend. You know, like oh, I didn't think I would ever feel this way again. So that's there's tears of kind of joy. Sometimes there's tears of grief because we're mourning those years where we couldn't, we didn't feel ourselves. And it's very vulnerable to hope and to believe that we can feel strong again. um, And that we can do some of the things that we have told ourselves that we can't do anymore. Um, So it's, it's, it's a process to really reclaim that inner, strength that you have. And we believe it starts at the core, obviously. Um, we see that it has started at the core. And this was never my my thought process when I started the tummy team. My th- thought processes was very physical. Like, oh, there's a physical problem. There's a separated abdominal wall. There's a weak core. They have back pain. Let's fix those problems. But on our journey through working with clients for years and years and on you know our own personal journeys through this rehab process what we've really experienced is is that learning how to listen to what our body is saying and respond quickly so we have the tools to move forward to do the things that we were meant to do in our life and not get stuck in this collapsed weak kind of desperate disconnected place or power through pain until something breaks bad enough that you can't continue on right those can't be the only two options you have there's a better option and we believe we have that option for you okay it doesn't just happen overnight obviously but if you understand why you're doing what you're doing there's much more um it's much more meaningful it's easier to invest when you know why you're doing what you're doing okay and we want our clients to To know this truth, whether they do our programs or not, um, we want you to know that this is possible. And I'm not saying, oh, you're going to look like you did when you were 20. And I'm not saying that you're going to necessarily be able to perform in a sport like you did when you were 20 or 25. But I am saying that there are ways for you to live your life in a great, powerful, strong, pain free way. That feels like it's honoring the essence of who you are. Um, And we want to give you that. We want you to be strong for the life you were meant to live, right? So if you're listening to this and you have no idea what the tummy team does, I encourage you to go to our website. tummyteam.com it's uh, easy to remember and look at our core foundations courses we that's where I would recommend people begin um, we have our core foundations um, course and our core fit foundations for men course and it is a step-by-step process to reclaiming your true self and in the process you're going to feel stronger and more empowered but you're also going to have these tools to know when my body, when my upper back is feeling this way, oh, these three things are probably contributing to that. And if I address them, then I might have a totally different experience when I'm doing, you know, this activity that I want to do. And that's what we want for you. We want you to be empowered. We want you to be educated. We want you to feel like there's hope and feel like there is a way for you to be strong for the life you were meant to live. All right. So let us know if you have any questions, reach out to us. And thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you again next week. Be well wherever you are. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining us today at the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. The Tummy Team is committed to validating your story, providing you with relevant practical education to understand your body, and offering effective solutions to live the life you were meant to live. Check out thetummyteam.com to get more information about how we can help you specifically and see if one of our online programs is right for you. You can also follow The Tummy Team on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube to get tips, encouragement, and support.